Hello, Mike Baxter here with September Strategy Distilled. And this month I want to talk about building a writing culture for strategy and they've got a strategy snippet about moonshots or roof shots. Building a writing culture for strategy. When I first came across the idea of building a writing culture within organisations, I hugely underestimated its importance. And this was probably Amazon's fault, as with so many things that are written about Amazon, the myth tends to obscure the underlying value. Amazon's approach at first sounds prescriptive, dogmatic and rather idiosyncratic. All, and they did mean all, proposals for support for an innovative idea needed to be presented as a press release or frequently asked questions paper for a new product or service as if it was ready for launch, accompanied by a six-page memo explaining, contextualising and justifying the innovation. Digging into it a little, however, soon reveals the underlying value. Here's how Colin Breyer, former Chief of Staff to Jeff Bezos, described the press release Frequently Asked Questions paper. Most of Amazon's major products and initiatives since 2004 have one very Amazonian thing in common. They were created through a process called working backwards. Working backwards is a process to vet ideas and create products or services. Its key tenet is to start by defining the customer experience, then iteratively work backwards from that point until the team achieves clarity of thought around what to build. Its principal tool is a written narrative called the PR slash FAQ, short for Press Release Frequently Asked Questions. The PR FAQ is written for the customer in a language the customer can understand. The process ensures that the customer is top of mind throughout the entire journey of turning an idea into a product or service for the company. You start with the customer and work backwards, rather than starting with an idea for a product and trying to bolt customers onto it. Makes a lot of sense. And here's how Jeff Bezos himself described the six-page memo. We don't do PowerPoint or any other slide-oriented presentations at Amazon. Instead, we write narratively structured six-page memos. We silently read one at the start of each meeting in a kind of study hall. Readers know a great memo when they see it. Great memos are written and rewritten, shared with colleagues who are asked to improve the work, set aside for a couple of days and then edited again with a fresh mind. This simply can't be done in a day or two. A great memo should probably take a week or more. Now, if we try and distill the essence of Amazon's writing practice, it provides some great advice for strategy development. Get everyone involved in strategy development to present their proposed ideas for inclusion in the new strategy, in writing, and in two distinct ways. Number one, explain how the world will be a better place, or your customers will be happier, or your company will be more profitable, depending on the level of ambition of your strategy. Once your proposed idea for the new strategy has succeeded, this should be concise, compelling and persuasive.
it's more the language of advertising than a business case. Two, then comes a longer, more rigorous explanation, contextualization and justification of your proposed idea for the new strategy. This should be systematic, logical, in-depth and evidence-based. It is more a business case than the language of advertising. Should you ban slides? To me that seems to put visual thinkers at a huge disadvantage and may even exclude a considerable amount of graphic and symbolic commu communication from strategy development. It's just so much harder to develop visual contexts in software designed to process text. We're looking at you here, Word. Should your detailed strategy proposal be exactly six pages long? Of course not. But it shouldn't be one page, that won't be enough detail, and it shouldn't be 20 pages. You haven't distilled your thinking rigorously enough. And should you expect everyone to be proficient writers from the start? No. Building a writing culture takes every bit as long as developing any aspect of organisational culture. It needs to be nurtured into existence. Stripe, the payments platform, described themselves as a company focused on numbers, but despite this, they have built an enviable writing culture. Here's what they learned in the process. To develop a culture that embraces writing and documentation, firstly, lead by example. Secondly, know when to standardize internal writing and when not to. Thirdly, make your documents easy to read. Fourthly, develop a support system that encourages and empowers everyone to write. These are the building blocks from which any company can build a culture where writing and documentation become second nature. And then once you've built that culture, the advantages for the organization again from Stripe are number one, time efficiency. Sharing ideas through writing eliminates the need for repetitive verbal updates to disseminate ideas and information. Two, knowledge sharing. Documenting important ideas forces clarity of thought and makes information more accessible to everyone in the company versus slide decks that are ephemeral and require less rigor of thought. Communication. Clear writing requires clear thinking, meaning employees invest more time shaping their ideas before sharing them. So as far as strategy is concerned, building a writing culture seems like an ambition well worth the perseverance. To go deeper into this notion of building a writing culture, I've cited uh, four or five different articles that you might want to dig into. To find the links, go to the uh, web page or the email version of this newsletter. And a strategy snippet that you might have missed, moonshots or roof shots. In an article called The Roofshot Manifesto, written in 2016, Louis-André Barroso, a VP of engineering at Google, said, Don't get me wrong, I want flying drones that can bring me fresh produce. I'm excited about contact lenses that measure blood sugar. And I look forward to the day that self-driving cars are on the road everywhere. These initiatives are examples of some visionary programs being pursued by Google and Alphabet teams, collectively referred to as moonshots. 
disruptive 10x leaps in technology. But there is a growing perception that moonshots are the primary model for radical innovation at Google and chiefly responsible for our greatest product and technical achievements. What I've seen during my 15 years at Google does not match that perception. I contend that the bulk of our successes have been the result of methodical, relentless and persistent pursuit of 1.3 to 2x opportunities, what I have come to call roof shots. So a great question for us all to reflect on from Barroso in our strategic thinking. Just how high do we reach with our strategic aspirations? And finally, I am celebrating three years since I published the strategy manual. And to celebrate, I am offering five of you lovely Strategy Distilled subscribers a free hardback copy. Just send me your name and postal address. Until next time, this is Mike Baxter and Strategy Distilled.